0: 20 square blocks. 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 20 square blocks. 20
1: square blocks. You've only just released this album, Fable. How is it actually doing at the moment?
0: Well, I got a real surprise. Um, Fable is number 11 on the classical album chart. Yeah. In its first week of release, so that was a real hoot.
1: And from what I understand, this is your best performing album so far. Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Do we need to qualify that?
1: I'm not going to say that it's your first, it doesn't sound (laughs) as good. Not only is Jacinda Dennett one of Australia's most accomplished soloist and orchestral harpists, but she recently completed her PhD, where she earned the Director's Award for Exceptional Doctoral Research. She has consulted on the newly launched AMEB harp syllabus, presented workshops at the World Harp Congress, and somehow, in amongst all that... She teaches yoga. We met in 2019
0: mm-hmm.
1: and did a video of you playing the harp.
0: Mm-hmm. Threaded Stars. Threaded
1: Stars, yes, yes. By
0: the composer Jennifer Fowler.
1: The music video that we did mm. was for?
0: For a PhD. And my the focus of my um, PhD was on Australian composers who had composed solo harp compositions.
1: Okay. Questions? When did you start playing the harp?
0: I was at Loretto College, that's where I went to school, and the harp teacher there asked if there were any piano students who would like to learn the harp. And I thought, well, doesn't everybody want to play the harp? But obviously they don't, because not many people do play the harp. So that's when I started playing the harp. I had to convince Mum and Dad that, it was okay that I played both piano and harp.
1: Did anyone else at the school at the time play harp?
0: Yeah, there there were a couple of students, the tawny girls, one of my friends. She also decided that she would learn the harp at that invitation by the teacher, Moya Jess.
1: But you were the best.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I was the best. I think I was the most determined.
1: But now you're the best.
0: Yeah, well, I think uh, I would say that Mastery is um, an eternal pursuit.
1: Yeah. Coming from the piano to play the harp, that would make Mm. it easier. Would that be correct?
0: In a way, because I could read the music. So when you play the harp, you're reading treble and bass clef. Mm -hmm. But on each hand, you use the thumb and three fingers, you don't use your little finger at all.
1: Oh, right. So it's the small fingers you don't use. Yeah,
0: you just don't use the little finger, whereas on the piano, so you can play like ten notes at Mm. a time, but on the harp you can only play eight. Um, So, yeah, there's some differences. I just loved (laughs) learning music and I have no idea what it was about it, but... I was very, very young when I started the piano and I learnt from Rose Thomas and she was an old lady and I would go to her home um, after school. Firstly, we'd sing a few songs and she would play the piano and then, then what she would do, she'd have a little radiator on a long cord, you know, the cords uh-huh. like brown and white kind of houndstoothy pattern and she would pick up the radiator with a handle and she would warm up the piano keys before i played what (laughs) yeah she would run the run the radiator like over the keys so that the ivories were nice and warm because i was tiny you know can you imagine four years old ballarat and she all she had for heating was that one bar radiator it's very
1: nice that she actually put on the bar heater because you run cold don't you (laughs) <laughs> I We're here. The heater was running. I'm here in a shirt. You're yeah, there in a woolen jumper.
0: It's not wool, it's polyester, I think. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that was Miss Thomas. Now, later I learned from a lady called Mrs. Bergen, Mavis Bergen. I would ride my bike from Loretto. And what was funny about Mrs. Bergen was when she opened the door, she would be counting already. Like it was. She'd counted so much, I think, for her students while they were playing their music, you know, like one and two and three and four and that when she opened the door she would say, all right, dear, and one. And then off we'd go and (laughs) into the music room.
1: That's a little odd.
0: It was a little odd, but that's what she did. Uh, Yeah, she was really frugal too with the heating. It was always cold there too. Yeah, she was often, like, turning the heater down more than turning it up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've released Mm. your new album, Fable. Did you compose any of the songs on here at all?
0: No, I'm not a composer. No, that's all
1: right. So these are all Australian women? Yep. These are some of the people that you explored with your PhD?
0: Yeah, I did. So and who who
1: who's the best?
0: <laughs> there's no best. Like there's no hi- kind of hierarchy.
1: Who's your favourite?
0: <laughs> the well there's on that C D is a piece called Spindrift by Joe Selleck or Joanna Selleck. And Joe and I we've been working together for thirty years or more. So we used to drive all over the shop playing at weddings because she plays the flute. Yeah, we were just um Doing the weddings, the hard slog, finding the venue, you know, finding where to set up and waiting for brides to come turn up, playing that easy listening background music like waiting for the bride and signing of the register. Then the uh, sometimes we would stay on and do, you know, hors d'oeuvres or whatever.
1: So you you would you would play the harp and she would play the the, the flute. flute. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Nice so combination. There's probably a lot of people out there where, who will remember us because we played at their wedding. But but a lovely thing that Joanna Selick and I did is that we played the Mozart Flute and Harp Concerto in Her Majesty's Theatre with the Ballarat Symphony Orchestra and we also performed it in stall. So we kind of did a bit of a tour there with the BSO.
1: So you guys were the lead of that?
0: Yeah, like the soloists. Wow, you're the soloists. What's so fascinating about us playing that Mozart flute and harp concerto is that Joe's teacher's teacher, Limoni, I think it is, he was from Ballarat, and he bought his first flute from his gold diggings. So he traded his gold in for a flute, and he toured the world and hooked up with a harpist called Ada Sassoli, who was an Italian but educated in France. And the two of them joined forces with Nellie Melba. And once he started working with Melba, that he continued to work with her for the rest of his life. I do recall a long drive to stall and i remember it was very hot and it was one of those performances which apparently went really well but i just was on autopilot and i have absolutely no recollection of what i did but obviously i played because no one said that i didn't i just went somewhere else from the start to the finish
1: When you listen to the tape, does it sound? Hang on, this is extraordinary.
0: Yeah, sometimes I do that because I sometimes I remember things being really bad, and then I listen to a recording and go, "Hey, that's that sounds good." So yeah, you can surprise yourself sometimes. Often, as a musician, I'm very critical. That's part of the process of kind of refining your skills, I suppose, to to find like, "Oh, how can you do it
1: better?" Do you think the harp is an appreciated instrument?
0: It's a very
1: um, – Because I shouldn't be asking that question re- if no, I didn't think really it was. it's really
0: funny because you think that everybody loves the harp and a lot of the time people say that. They go, oh, I love the harp. But then there's a whole group of people that just think the harp says nothing at all. You know, it just doesn't really – it's just like background music. So uh, there's a sort of a divided um, audience for the harp. And
1: how do you see the harp?
0: Yeah. It's really personal for me because I just see, and it's hard for me to separate myself from the instrument because I spend so much time with it. Yeah, so I wouldn't say that it's the you know, greatest instrument of all time. One of my dear old teachers, Hugh Jones, I shouldn't call him old, but he used to work with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra and he'd say the instrument's enough to make a saint swear. And often if I call him up, he goes, are you still playing that harp? <laughs> <laughs> because it is challenging, but um, yeah, so I, it's, I really can't answer the question because I don't play for the audience I just play.
1: Thank you for listening to 20 Square Blocks. If you like the show, do the things that podcasts ask you to do. Subscribe, like... But most importantly, share this with someone you know will enjoy the program. Thanks to my guest, Dr Jacinta, who lives eight blocks to the west of me.
0: Check out her latest album, Fable, at Move Records.
1: Shouldn't that be check-out my?
0: Yeah, but you told me to read this. (laughs) True. (laughs) Music by Ryan Goodwin. Check out his other music at virtuallyryan.com.
1: The harp tracks were not by Ryan, though.
0: Additional material written by Anne Murison.
1: And editing by the irritated Ricky Cheno. I'm Ben Plaza and this is 20 Square Blocks.